and welcome to a special edition of Geek A&E, where we will be reviewing the films of the year. Some of the highlights, some of the lowlights. My name's Ellen Waddell. And I'm Alec Lambert, and I don't have quite such a good voice. Uh, this is my <laughs> drive time or request oh. voice. <laughs> um, she sounds so official. So we're going to be looking back at the films of 2016, which yeah, that, I think yeah, the year we, we're in. we can all agree um, was the best year. Bit of a shocker, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a roughen, yeah. generally. I mean, so many great things happened. Um, Such as... Um, anyway, oh. in January... <laughs> no one put a cat in the bin? No, so no one put a cat in the bin this year. That was good. Cat in bin crimes were down. Very down. I got some free shoes, which were really expensive. That's pretty good. Yeah. So someone gave me some free expensive shoes. That was pretty good. Um, Something good happened to me, probably. I can't remember what it was, I can't remember. A few things. Oh, you have a nice, like, sandwich? Had a couple of good sandwiches. There we go. There we go. Had a nice sandwich. Uh, So we're going to, like, go through the months and we're going to talk... Waffle on, yeah, like we do. Let's, let's get some more opinions out there. Waffle on like some, like a breakfast buffet in an American chain hotel. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> they have waffles, <laughs> loads, uh, and we're we're gonna talk about some films. Um, good films, Hope, bad films. Hopefully. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoilers ahead, my sweet dudes. Hopefully. So, first we have January. I feel like we uh, need, like, a a sting for each month. We could just sing it. Mm. January. (laughs) Jones. January Jones. January Jones. So what came out in January? Um... The Revenant came out in January. Leonardo DiCaprio, where he fucks a bear. Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I think that's the rumor. He won an Oscar for it. Yeah. Did he deserve it? Mm, I think he deserved the Oscar, perhaps not so much for The Revenant. No, I think he deserved it for Titanic. (laughs) He deserved it for. What's that film that never got released? He was in a film for a friend that it was so bad he used his Leonardo DiCaprio powers to never let it be released. Really? Yeah. What happened in the film? He's not. He's barely. He just like turns up in a diner. He's just like playing a bit of a dickhead. But it was it was banned. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's money powers. He squashed it. Squashed it dead. Oh wow! Yeah. It's probably like his cousin or something. He oh, goes to family barbecues and it's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, his twelve year old cousin who's making, making it for his like school end of year yeah. school project, <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you will never. This is shit. This, this is, is awful. shit, Tommy. Yeah. I thought you told this you, is you, derivative. Had, you, had a, you had a good DOP for this. Yeah, what is Jessica's this? Jessica's dad has a big truck. No, it's not good enough. <laughs> what is the plot of this? They go into a diner and order a sandwich, <laughs> eat it, and it's yummy. <laughs> no. Yummy. Um, in The Revenant, he plays a man who is fucked over by Tom Hardy doing one of his three actings. Um, doing his gruff, can't understand what he's saying acting. American baddie? Just kind of you know, that Tom Hardy thing where you can't work out what he's saying. I, I don't know. He mumbles everything. Yeah, he. I feel like he's his worst when he's doing his own accent. Case in for, point mum, for mumbling or no, no. Um, so the only film I've seen him where he's playing straight, where he's not playing a bit of a weirdo or someone with the, like a very distinct accent. It's Bronson because that's just what he's like. No, no, Bronson. <laughs> Bronson, he's quite like yeah, he's Cockney. Yeah, the film he was in with Reese Witherspoon and Chris Pine. This means war. 
<laughs> which is obviously when he thought, you know what? Like someone was like, here's a bunch of money to be in this romantic comedy, Tom Hardy, because you look like a leading man, forgetting that he's actually like a really weird sort of guy. Yeah. And he may look attractive, like, but he's not. not. He doesn't bring that kind of attractive, like, <laughs> smarmy, all, yeah, charm. He's just he's just a weirdo. He's a massive weirdo, which is why he's so great in things where he's a little bit, like, unhinged or strange or brings a weird quality to it. And he does his own voice in that. And it's awful. He's awful. And it's, like, the worst. If you want to cry, just watch this film. He was going to be his, disappointed. He did his own voice in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He was all right in that. Doesn't he do a bit of, like, a bit of a... Oh, but he's got a wig on. Well, yeah, there's cause... always something <laughs> there's always some disguise legend there's two of him yeah and one of them is the duh, 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 Tom Hardy and one of them is the Tom Hardy yeah and then uh, you've kind of got Welsh Tom Hardy Welsh, well Welsh fire Russia Welsh, yeah Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> an interesting accent Welsh lock. fire Scotland he was doing the Ridley no like not the Ridley Scott he was doing the um, Russell Crowe version of like <laughs> an accent Russell Crowe's an actor he can do voices it's oh, fine um, I personally um, got really annoyed about The Revenant because I didn't like Leonardo DiCaprio but I've complained about this a bunch I, I kind of didn't like the Oscar baitiness of it and I didn't like the fact that he got an Oscar because they, they do that thing Hollywood stars do where they go for this film I lost a ton of weight I changed the way I looked I made myself unattractive I suffered a lot for my art and you give them the Oscar for it yeah, you're like, oh, wow, you really pushed yourself. You really acted. Whereas I is think... It, is it acting if you just do the thing? Well, yeah, exactly. Surely it's acting. Surely pretending to be cold is harder than being cold. cold. Yeah. <laughs> pretending to be a bit sleepy is harder than being sleepy. Um, and he was sort of saying, yeah, you know, we were very cold and hypothermia set in and I had to wrestle with a CGI bear. <laughs> and do you think you were paid, what, like 10 million pounds to... You know, I think a lot of people are paid very, very badly to do things that are worse than that. I mean, he did look like he had a shit time, to be fair. I'm not sure I'd but really I think want the to money, wander around the... The money probably made up for it. Was that filmed? The Snow Place. Um, Snow... Snow... <laughs> Snowmerton? <laughs> yeah, the mountain. The where mountain. he was. I, yeah, it, it, was, it was okay. Oh, yeah. what did slow. Yeah. I mean, it looked really pretty. I did get motion sickness quite a lot of it. I but... mean, yeah, it was a pretty film, but that's not necessarily Oscar worthy. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm... Maybe it's that thing where we... Like, now we're at the end of the year, you can reflect back and go, what am I still thinking about that film? No. And I'm not. Apart from just the fact that it's got a cool name and had a good trailer, and then all the jokes about the bear. Yeah. Apart from that. Mostly enjoyed the bear. Oh, the bear... Like, the bear fight was horrible. Yeah. It really pretty... captures what it really like to wrestle the giant bear. Yeah, I felt I like yeah. If I... it's, it's just I mean, it's just bad I times can't... the movie, isn't it? Everything <laughs> bad, that happens bad is, times is the movie. Everything that happens in it's bloody awful. Leonardo DiCaprio having a bad time after seeing that bear wrestling scene. I did cancel my tickets to bear wrestling. Bear wrestling. 2016. <laughs> sure. So I was like, I don't need to see a man wrestle bear now because that was that was I mean, good enough. It was the other type of bear, the sort of bear that. Hangs around in the Queen Shilling, so you missed out on something. It's like a very local, a very large, <laughs> very specific. Okay. Queen Shilling is a gay bar. Yeah, the sort of bear. Yeah, I think you missed out on something. So there. if he was, those if dudes he was, can wrestle. If he was just wrestling like an actual gay just man a big with a beard, hairy gay dude. Yeah, I think that'd be great. That would be. We just like subbed him in. Yeah. Why has no one done that? Why has no one on YouTube like had him wrestle? You know, a slang bear. Because no one on YouTube has enough money to get Leonardo DiCaprio to look at them. And wrestle no, for but them. No, his his like his, you know, just CGI his, men. See, so a CGI Leonardo DiCaprio wrestling a real gay man. Yeah, I'd like that. 
I mean, that'd be great, but did you not worry that perhaps um, we'd lose something in the translation because the gay man would have to just... Well, he'd be wrestling something. He wouldn't get the tactile feedback if he's just flurrying his arms around and going, I'm wrestling Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's true. You could see... Do like a, what they did with Paul Walker in the last Fast and Furious film. Oh, CGI they... his face onto someone else's body. Is that what they did? Yeah, they CGI'd Paul Walker's face onto his brother. Onto his brother. Oh, wow. And then he drives, it... and he drives off at the end. And he's like... And Vin Diesel is like... <laughs> Yeah, I think he said I am, I am Groot. He said something touching, and it's actually quite. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, because it, it's like Paul Walker's driving off into the sunset, going away from the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But CGI Leonardo DiCaprio's face onto like his mate's body, or just like Is yeah. Any friends? Um, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Um, Al Gore. <laughs> I watch Al Gore wrestle. On you. So Al Gore, Al Gore wrestling, wrestling Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no, Al Gore CGI with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is CGI'd onto Al Gore, who wrestling. then wrestles a large, hairy man. Yeah, I'm on for it. I'm I'd, for I'd it. see that. The Revenant to cruise control. <laughs> that was enough. That's Oscar worthy. Uh, so then we also had Dirty Grandpa, which I I haven't seen. I haven't seen either. Um, I just kind of wanted to mention it in my like year long mourning process because this year there's a lot of people have died. But so the one, people have died. but another thing that's died has been my respect for Zac Efron. So with Dirty Grandpa, <laughs> um, just from reading the reviews, seeing trailers for it, um, hearsay, um, <laughs> I I feel like Zac Efron. I really like him. I really liked him. I was a big fan <laughs> of High School Musical. Uh, What's the one where he traded places with someone else? Oh, uh, Seventeen again. Was he, that when he became Matthew he, Perry? Matthew Perry. Was the one where he became he swapped bodies with a girl, or is it just that other guy that looks a lot like Zac Efron? I think that's someone else. Someone who just looks like him. Is that? Um, are you thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis? No, that's Freaky Friday. And <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking of Ryan Gosling? And Jason Bateman. Did they swap bodies? Or yeah, yeah, they swap bodies in. They like both make a wish in a wishing well, and they swap bodies. <laughs> and know. like Jason Bateman's all like, "Oh, I'm Ryan Gosling, not Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. I'm <laughs> super hench." And uh, Jason Bateman's like, "Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman's body is like, oh no, I'm still a very attractive man." <laughs> so, this film exists. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It's called like the Change Up, I think. I've never heard of this. Film. Well, you wouldn't because no one saw it. <laughs> that's that's why. Anyway, so um, I really like Zac Efron. I thought he was great in Hairspray. I thought he was really good in Me and Orson Welles. He seems like a nice bloke. He seems really nice. And then he worked out a bit too much. Got a bit of a scary body. Does he? Uh, yeah. Well, he's he's like he looks so young, and I think he had like he was one of those people who you've watched grow up, and mm-hmm. then. It's really weird when someone looks really young, but they have like a really tight six pack. Because they're like, but you're a child, child's face with a with a very ripped man's body. It's very confusing visually. Um, but also, he just seems to have been in a load of shit since then. He was in like just loads of shit. Um, like he produced a film called So Awkward or The Awkward Moment about the awkward moment being when a girl asks you to date them. I was just oh, Ooh. I just and he produced it, and it's just like Zach. You could have been a classic screen <laughs> idol, and then he made and also shame on you, Robert De Niro. What the fuck's happened to you? He's money, dude. He doesn't give a shit. La- Last Vegas, who's in that? I just, Last Vegas. I just, at the end, they've all seen that the time is coming where they're no longer they start to move into national treasure territory, which is when people stop giving you jobs, and so oh, they're just right. like shoving but it all no, in as quickly no as possible. But no one's ever going to stop giving Robert De Niro a job. 
Like, no one's going to be, you know... Well, he was in Meet the Fockers and Meet... Well, Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers. And he was in, in The Intern. Wait, was that him? Or am I getting mixed up with The Parent Trap? No, 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 no. <laughs> was it Freaky Friday? Was it Freaky Friday? It was, yeah. Sorry. He swaps bodies it was actually Nightly with Museum. Al Pacino. <laughs> and no one tells can tell that the difference. That would be amazing! They're exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I want, like, a... Um, <laughs> Being John Malkovich style, where they play themselves and they swap bodies and then see what it's like to be, and they're just continually getting confused with each other anyway. They could do that with Patrick Stewart and Ben Kingsley. They get mixed up a lot. Do you reckon? Redi- wow. According to, Paul, according to Patrick Stewart, he get often gets mistaken for Ben Kingsley. Oh wow, Sir Ben Kingsley. He's telling a story in Graham Norton where he's like he's in a lift in Vegas and his tourists got in, they're all pissed, and she's like, "Oh my god, are you in Star Wars?" And the couple, and his husband's like, "No, no, no." This is Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> so just like, it's fucking Gandhi. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, it's probably easier for him, isn't it? What happens to Daniel Radcliffe and Nigel Wood as well? Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Wow. Whatever just thinks of them as like... Big-eyed little big, men? Dark, big-eyed, dark-haired white dudes Magical. who were in a fantasy thing. Yeah, Magical wizard men. One's, and one's American and one's not. That's the only real difference between the lights of wood. Yeah, it probably <laughs> happens Michael. a lot, actually, with um, the guy who played uh, Magneto and the guy who played Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> ben Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so now we're moving on to February. Fe- a good film came out that yeah. everyone liked. Deadpool came out. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. That came out of, like, the internet, With our it? boy Ryan. Yeah. I really like Deadpool. I don't like Deadpool. In hindsight, probably didn't like it as much as I thought I did, but... Yes! See, that's the thing with Deadpool. I really liked it, but I think it could have been better. Still. It, it's kind of one of those films where, like, it's almost... You could almost feel the budgetary constraints. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of wanted a bit more Deadpool. Like, the bit, the bit that will always stand out is that montage where he's just killing everyone and going, Where's Francis? And then doing funny quips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the bit where he stabs someone in the hand. And he goes, where's Francis? And the guy's like, what? And he goes, it's a mask muffling my voice. And he turns the <laughs> yeah. camera. One week, runs over the dude with that big ice polisher thing. That was great. See, I've forgotten all of that. That was my favourite bit of the film. I remember that and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, she was good. Yeah, um, Sinead O'Connor. Um, you can blow up. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. Time travelling Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, you can blow up. She was good. The Russian Colossus. Colossus. Thank you. He was good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't think the henchman was was very good. The the villains are Gina Guerra. The wrestling lady. She was all right. I thought she was was fine. I think it's because I saw that awful film she was in with uh, Steven Soderbergh. Oh, God, what is it called? Which she stars in as like an assassin. And he's obviously cast her in it because she's a really good... um, I think she's a... MMA or she can, she can she could fuck you up yeah she can fuck you up so she's really good at that but she can't act for shit she's stacked yeah she's fucking hands she's ripped she's, uh, she used to date Henry Cavill really yeah. two beefcakes together yeah what do oh. they do just like knock bodies and such like, muscular... I can't feel anything <laughs> such muscular babies yeah. the baby comes out and just lifts <laughs> up the doctor like I'm Uh-oh. so strong <laughs> I'm big babe buff baby big baby <laughs> Comes out, breaks its own umbilical yeah. cord. Shoots out and he's doing triceps <laughs> off the edge of the stirrup. Comes out doing CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> In oh. the guns out, sun's out, tank top, and two short shorts. And everyone sort oh, of applauds. Buff baby. Buff baby. That didn't come out in February. Yeah, that's I, a good I film. like Deadpool. I think that hopefully it started a, a thing of maybe 
doing some more root like sort of R-rated, yeah, naughty, violent superhero films that aren't all Nolan-y. Yeah, ones that can be vi- like ridiculously violent but and tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I am. The thing is, like, you do watch it and go, I could definitely watch another one of those. Oh, for sure. But how much is Ryan Reynolds? I think a lot of it is Ryan Reynolds. Because he's just a terribly charismatic man. He, he like, charisma falls out of his paws. <laughs> falls out of his paws. My favourite thing he's done this year is the expression on his face in that photo on Instagram of him, uh, Blake Lively, with, like, Blake Lively on his lap, and then sitting next to them is Taylor Swift um, <laughs> with, oh, God, was Tom Hiddleston. And like they're looking at each other, and he's—I think he's wearing his like "I love Taylor Swift" top or something. <laughs> and they're looking at each other all lovey, and he's just looking at the camera like, "Kill me!" Just kill <laughs> is me. he really? Like this is the most. Oh Ryan. Uh, we, you know, he seems like a guy who's not into the whole weird celebrity business. Yes, yeah, celebrity... and he—you know—he turns up. He did his own voice. He does a lot of voiceover <gasps> stuff with Deadpool, like on his. He trailers. liked one of my tweets this year. That oh, is a highlight for there me. There we go. It's 2016. What was the tweet? Um, it was a really random one, not connected to anything. But I think it's because I was in a um, sort of like a product, a play type thing where um, we read out a script called "I Am Ryan Reynolds," and it was on like the blacklist, the Hollywood blacklist of the best unproduced scripts. And we did a live table read of it. And um, I know, you know this, Alec, but I I'm know. explaining to the listener. I know. And I think because we'd said, like, promoted it so much. And if you searched, like, I am Ryan Reynolds, you'd just see all these <laughs> tweets we'd done about it. What was it. the tweet he liked? Was that tagged in it or was he tagged He was it? not tagged in it so at all. So he went to your feed and scrolled through it for a bit and went, that's, that's, yeah, made, yeah, yeah. that's made me, Ryan Reynolds, do a little laugh. Yeah. A little laugh heart. And then whoosh, gone forever. I think it was almost like he was saying, I see you're doing a weird table read of this script and the script was all about people getting his face having plastic surgery on yeah. his face it's and he, like it's never gonna be made because it stars ryan reynolds and blake lively it's very good as themselves very very funny um that so, was great oh thank you i, I played blake lively <laughs> and threw salad everywhere and i threw i tossed salad um angrily but i i think he must have seen that because i'm verified on twitter he probably just went oh i guess that means like something <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean anything um and so he liked it, and I immediately like screen captured it, sent it to everyone else on the like cast of Iron Man. And I was like, guys, what do I do with this power? What do I do? What shall I say? Oh my god! And we like spent like twenty minutes brainstorming. You know, <laughs> the you perfect tweet. I think we were like. Um, tickets still available on the doors for Iron Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds in London. Like, we'll save you. We'll put you on the guest list at whatever it is. <laughs> And yes. he didn't come. He did not. Rude. Unless he was at the back and he just sort of like nodded. <laughs> but that would be worse, actually. But, you know, like you, At the end, you looked up and he's just there, just at the way out, and just quietly nodded his head. And, but I was the only one who saw mystic him. mystic music played and he yeah. swooped out. But I was the only one who saw him and oh, no one believed me. Be that would be worse. It would be good, though. It, I mean, it would be good, but I'd tell them and they'd be like, oh, Ellen, <laughs> yeah, you're finally gone mental. Finally gone mental. Uh, Zoolander 2? Didn't see it. I had no drive to see that whatsoever. Did My you... God, they've aged. What the hell? <laughs> Have they? They look. It's weird. They. Look, it's in the sense that they now just look like just old versions of those characters. Not like old Ben Stiller or Owen yeah. Wilson. They're just old Zoolander and Hansel. Hans. Yeah. I mean, Owen Wilson looks pretty much the same anyway. He's just craggier. Yeah. But I mean, was it good? I, I did... don't. I don't remember it being good. No one's meant... Like, Zoolander... I think it was panned, which is why it was quite disappointing, because, I mean, the first one came out ages ago, and I remember really liking it. I think that's that's the thing. It was, like, such a weird... 
weird cult film, which, you know, everyone endlessly quoted from and stuff, like, it's a school for ants, which is a misquote. What is this? School for ants? School for ants, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So that was like everyone's... got the black lung, pub. (laughs) Yeah, a classic. Everyone knows it. A classic. David Duchovny's in it as a hand model. (laughs) That was my favourite bit. I was like, oh, he's still getting work. (laughs) Yeah, Billy Zane's in it. Not now, now Billy Zane. Love Prime Minister that. of Malaysia, isn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> there's all that. There's that really brutal bit where they like rip, like ripping into every fashion house for using like child slaves. Yeah. Apparently, the other two that wasn't wasn't there. Just wasn't. There was never the bite. The, just, oh, didn't they, have they, the kind of. Yeah, they sold out to the cameos too much. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. It could have been good, but I feel like also like they spoiled the best joke in the trailer, which happens a lot. What was the best joke? It was when Will Ferrell was coming out of the prison. He's like, I've been in prison. I'm ripped now. And he's all muscular. And then he rips it off and it's like an inflatable suit and he's got a funny fashion <laughs> suit on underneath. I kind of feel like there are jokes that you should leave out of the trailer. Yeah. Because they are so... Because they just... Because the first time we saw that, haha, very funny. Far from that, it's, it's not funny. Doesn't yeah. Work. Don't put it in the trailer. That's always really disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Where you go, well, so I've basically seen the greatest hits of this film. Yeah. So do I need to see the filler? You know, do I need to see the B-sides? Oh, the Prometheus trailer that I showed you the entire film. But most trailers do, up until the last... Like, they show you the first or second act, up until the finale. They usually show you a couple of shots of the finale. Yeah. Well. Like, you know, because, I mean, All you don't know is how it ends, and your guess is, well... Probably those explosions from the, from the trailer yeah. are probably involved in some point. I think there's explosions, and he manages to get her before she gets on the airplane. <laughs> uh, they find the cure for the disease. Hopefully those two things aren't merged. But at the same time... He's not blowing the airport up to <laughs> the end of... It's not like the end of Love Actually. Or she's and he's an explosive grenades. device heading towards an airplane <laughs> full of orphans. And, and he's got to stop her exploding. Because she's death and that plane... Yeah, but he <laughs> learns sign language over the course of the film. Uh, but he did start out as a spy set to... And he thought she was like working for Russia, I guess. And he finally earns the self-respect to use his magic properly. Yeah, which he never learnt from his father, <laughs> who was like abusive and also taught him the ways of the samurai. You know, film yeah, That one, that one. But and yeah, then, Zoolander 2 could have been... Could have been, could have been, just, could have been somebody. I just had no urge to see it though, because that's the problem, isn't it? If, if a film gets like okay ratings, you're like, well, for... Um, the sake of nostalgia, maybe I'll go see it. But if it gets like this, isn't funny and it's disappointing. You think, well, that's like ten quid. <laughs> you know, I'm not spending that. I'm not spending that. Even if don't for nostalgia, yeah, then I can just watch the original one for just much cheaper. Just rewatch Princess Diana's funeral for nostalgia <laughs> for free on YouTube. <laughs> I really want a Princess Diana rip. Yeah. Uh, um, how to be single. So I put this in there because I um I have this like Which one was that? So Help that's the one with um Dakota Fanning. No, Dakota Johnson. Sorry, get my Dakota Dakota's mixed up. Dakota Johnson. Um This is one from all the world. It's <laughs> oh, who else was in it? Um oh god, what's her name? Her name's like an oh the one who's in Pitch Perfect, New Zealand lady. Melissa McCarthy. No, she's blonde. Blake Lively. No, she's um, New Zealand. Oh, her name Margot is like Robbie? an expression. She's Rebel Wilson. Yes, I got that before you made that. Yeah, <laughs> Rebel Wilson. <laughs> um, and it's all about like. So I have this. Um... Her name is like an expression, <laughs> and that worked. <laughs> yeah, I knew you get that. I was like, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> 
Rebel. Her name is uh, what Felicity Jones would say in Star Wars. Oh, you're, you're Rebel Wilson, aren't you? Why don't you rebel? Why, is, why isn't Rebel Wilson in, in Star Wars? Yes, they could just have that line. You're Rebel Wilson. Yes. And I'm here too. Rebel. I'm fat. Only, you can only have one fat, funny woman at a time. Melissa McCarthy's taken that. Yeah. She's got to wait for her to die. I'm sorry, Rebel Wilson. But Rebel Wilson can play the younger, like, singly. So, um, I think Cola. They'll just fat her up a bit in post. Hayley Pollard's not fat at all. I know, but they'll fat her up in post. But she's too old to play the Bachelorette style. Where is Rebel Wilson? I haven't seen her in ages. Um, she's doing doing a musical at the moment. Oh, good. There was a bit of a scandal when it was revealed she was about like ten years older than she said she was. How do people find that out? Why do people care? I think some people are really bored. (laughs) I think some investigative journalists are like, you know what, 2016, the world has been pretty slow. Not much news. I guess I'll go investigate Rebel Wilson. Rebel. 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 It's a Johnny Depp new perfume. Savage Rebel. Rebel. And it's just her going, oh! Did that come out this year, that Savage advert? <laughs> oh, where he's sort of hanging out the, with an He's in the vulture. blues bar, and then he's putting his jewels in the desert. Not in a weird way, he's actual jewels. Oh. He's driving a muscle car them. around. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so No, I haven't no? finished. Oh, sorry. So I've had to be single in there because of my kryptonite oh, for yeah. rom-coms. Uh, and I watched this uh, when I wanted my brain to... <laughs> turned to jelly um, go away yeah it was like a megabus journey and um, yeah exactly uh, and it was frothy and it was light and it was stupid and it was terrible but I had a lovely time watching it good I'm pleased so I think there's room in everyone's hearts for bad romantic comedies yeah I think that if it's because it's almost like the, the genre a zombie genre yeah it's keeping going but no one's entirely sure how so yeah. I'm seeing them you well, well. Um, I think there is a I am my mum might <laughs> Thirteen-year-old girls probably would. You cannot yourself support Rebel Wilson's habits, shall we say, that she needs off your funds. What do you mean? Well, there's just you going to see it. There's loads of people go see <laughs> go see these movies. Uh, March. So two. So a big film came out, a good film came out, and then another huge film came out. Yeah. Do you want to go in reverse order? Well, it depends which one you think is... See, I think one of these films is better than all of them. <laughs> is it the one that you watched with the animals? Yes. Is it Zootopia? Yes. The one that made loads of people fancy a rabbit and a oh fox. Oh my God. Did you fancy the fox? Uh, no, I've... Well, you say that made loads of people. All girls my age, any ladies who were born in 1985, will know the first time they fancied animals when they watched Disney's Robin Hood. Didn't Disney's Robin Hood come out like the 60s? Yeah, but <laughs> when they watched it on VHS so and really they like... had their sexual awakening when they're like, this fox is kind of sexy. Is he sexy in it? Yeah, he's sexy. He's a sexy fox. Is I... he sexy because of he's a fox or in, or in spite of it? Uh, in spite of it? <laughs> I'll say that. Let's go with that. Yeah. Hope, hopefully it's that yeah. one. <laughs> See urban foxes and I'm like, oh, I can't help myself. Um, no, I, I don't know. He was, he was a fox who, you know, saved people. It's like either I'm going to fancy Fox Robin Hood or Kevin Cosner Robin Hood. And Kevin Cosner Robin Hood's just like I'm Russell Robin Crow Hood. played Robin Hood. Yeah, but I didn't see that film, and Russell I don't find Robin Russell Crowe attractive at all. No, not even in the film he did where he's young. Gladiator. Yeah, that's the one. Cheers. Um, <laughs> I'm Maximus Brutus, Robin Hoodius. <laughs> Bad singer in Les Miserables. <laughs> Shooter of the arrows. <laughs> 
Um, Zootopia seemed it was a big thing at the time. It probably it, will be for a long time. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's honestly really lovely. Really, it's just really funny. Really, it's hearts in the right place, but it's not schmaltzy. Oh, and I, nice. I preferred it to Inside Out actually, and I know that's a terrible yeah, thing to say. Heresy. Yeah, because um, I thought Inside Out was I'm, fine. I'm just, I'm just, it's just coming in now. I'm uh, hearing it. Yes, that's heresy. <laughs> Pitchforks outside. You must leave the village. Sorry, torches and everything. So my contentious view is, um, I thought Zootopia was better than Inside Out. And I, I think it's because I found Inside Out, maybe it was just a bit sad. I remember Zoe wanting to watch it a lot. And then for some reason, we never got around to it. And then I yeah. remember Idris Elba was in it. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's, a, like, he's like a lion. To continue my burning man crush on Idris Elba. But you won't be able to see him. But then you'll understand but, but, but the fancying the, of a cartoon animal. One of the best things about Idris Elba is, is his voice, though. That sort of, yeah. I'm from East London, but I'm all deep and honey-like. Yeah. That's, that's a warm why, bath of a voice. Yeah, which is why that film, it's not called Bastille Day anymore. It's called something else. Oh, yeah. He's in with one of the Starks. It's not the same because he's doing an American accent. Shoot some stuff. <laughs> Shoot the men. Because like, even in, go back to Prometheus, even in that, He's kind of he's uh, he's being southern southern states, but there's a bit of bit of Peckham in there. Yeah, still that cockshaw. You can take the man out of Peckham, but you can't, can't take, take the, the Peckham. Peckham out. The, you can just can't take the peck out the boy. Peck out the boy. Uh, so yeah, Zootopia is great. A little, a little, a little, a little nugget of light in a yeah. fairly dour. Yeah, exactly. First four months of the, the, year, the yeah. year. Speaking of dour, mm. the witch or the witch. I fucking love the witch. I thought it was brilliant. I, I liked it, but I didn't think it was as good as everyone said it oh, was. It was they oh so the witch is set in Oliver Cromwell's sort of days. colonial America where the- we sent all the Puritans over because they were miserable and wanted to get rid of them. Mm, so and we could have a party. Mike did. Grand Reformation brought back the party monarch, Charles II. It's real true. Yeah. Uh killed Oliver Cromwell cut his head stuck on a pike. That's the English way. <laughs> and they nailed how bloody miserable it must have been being a Puritan. Everyone yeah. wears, like, the worst coloured clothes. It's all tight and fitting. Everyone's grey and miserable. They're all terrified of God. They're all terrified of the woods. They're all terrified of the devil. Mm. They eat shitty rotten corn. Yeah. They wear stupid big hats. You get exiled for being annoying to go and die in the forest. Oh, it was great. You have babies a lot. And then they die or and get they taken. Die. Yeah. You're all pinched. You're constantly pinched looking and you're hungry and yeah. you're precocious or creepy. They nailed the, like, all the speech was correct. Oh, it's just so historically accurate. So, like, for a, a history it fan? It was the closest I've come to feeling genuine lust for set design. Yeah. And just pro- probably just production design. So, that must be really, really nice though when you watch a film as someone who's got knowledge of the. I mean, my knowledge of the 17th century isn't brilliant, but it's. Probably better than most. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to say with like 98% of people saw that film, and you're just going like, oh, that's an accurate toilet bucket. <laughs> well, I'm not that dumb. Look at just... that sheep. That is definitely was, a 17th century sheep. It was more, how they, sheep. It's more how they spoke and yeah. how, they, how they understood witchcraft to be. Yeah. And the, the whole the black goat thing. Mm. And, oh, so good. Philip, yeah, Black Philip, and yeah. like the creepy twins were really good. I just thought, it looked, and I just liked how at the end she's just like, "Bollocks, I'll be a witch then." Yeah, <laughs> like the devil like murders all of her family, and then he comes to her in the night, and he's all black and whispering in her, and yeah. then she goes off in the woods, and like, because the whole way through, you're like, is there a witch? It might be. A I witch. don't think there was. I think, it and w- then there is a witch. Yeah, but I don't think there was. I think it but was. They, they show the witch, but I think that's like the imagining the of what it was. Child. I think that's the thing. I think it's kind of like some people thought it was and some people thought it was like imagining it. 
or their fears sort of realised. Yeah, but to be fair, being a witch does seem pretty sick. Go off in the woods and get naked fly. and fly, fly around for Yeah, a fly bit. around. And also, I guess it's the whole thing of, like, she was becoming a woman. Yeah. Which Men were quite oppressive at the time, which is The Christian good. faith was particularly strange about Ladies. women's sexuality at that time. Yeah, so it was... What a- they didn't get right. Yeah. Puritans had a lot of weird sex. As long as you were married, do what you want. What do you mean, had a lot of weird sex? They were up for everything. Like, like they, socks they weren't off. like the old... <laughs> the lights were halfway burned. Dim. <laughs> they weren't like that old joke about Orthodox Jews had to have sex through a hole in a sheet. As yeah. long as it was in the marriage, do what you want. Put what, put what you in want their ear. where you want. They loved it. And I felt they didn't get that across enough. So you'd they... like a scene where he was trying to put his willy up her nose? No, maybe just <laughs> if they weren't quite so miserable all the time. Yeah. But then again, Puritans are really miserable. So it's a hard balance to strike, and I can see why they didn't try and do it. Yeah, they it. should have had more jokes than that. <laughs> more banter. 16th century banter. Oh, oh, being a Puritan, right? Oh. <laughs> um, knocketh, knocketh, whoeth go there? The devil, <laughs> lol. <laughs> I feel like you should do some Puritan stand up banter. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my new character. It's like loads of money, but it's loads of misery. Um. So then we have. Oh, oh God. The, Speaking of misery. Uh, BVS. Batman versus... Bat versus... The Superman. Yeah. The Bat. I feel like there's been a hundred think pieces written on this, a hundred million discussions. It's just... <sighs> so bad. I f- you know what's really weird is it feels like it came out seven years ago. It's... Yeah, it, it feels like this film's always been there to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been there. Like Hold a it, shining holding me close. example. I think the, the greatest testament to this film's lack of quality is that the version that I legally obtained and watched had a weird blue filter over it, and I didn't realise that until I watched the trailer again. And I at no point questioned the fact that everything was grey. I was, I was just like, yeah. yeah, it's miserable. That's what Zack Snyder would do, right? Yeah, that's right. God, ugh. He... Yeah. He what did. was the weirdest I mean, Lex Luthor when he put that sweet in that man's mouth? How did this happen? Yeah. After everything they said about Man of Steel, it's too grey and it's too miserable. Bring me the most miserable film you can get with barely any Batman or Superman in it. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of Batman. But Superman just goes and hangs out. Yeah. They couldn't even fight for that long. Superman just came off as a sulky teenager. Why didn't Batman use that weird gas grenade at the start? Why did he throw these stupid traps? Like, this man's bulletproof, I'll shoot him with loads of bullets. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, I'll put big sound at him. It didn't make any sense. <sighs> at any point. And <sighs> also, I think if you're going to have a plot point hanging on the fact that both their mothers have the same name... <laughs> Like, I, I genuinely, in the first 10 minutes, I went, Martha, oh, wait. No, and they I went, can't, can no, they? they can't do that. And That's then they stupid. did. No one enjoyed it. Like, have you met... Actually, I did, yes. did meet someone who said, the thing is, and this is a friend who I really, really respect, he did say, maybe you didn't like it as much because it's a bit of a dude's film. Oh. And he's... And I love him. And he knows he knows that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't like it. Because it was, it was a bad film. Because it was shit. It's not a gender thing. It's a taste thing. Like, because I also spoke to... I know I've got a couple of friends who are very much into the comics aspect of DC Comics, which yeah. is a stupid name because it's called Detective Comics Comics. Um, and even they had trouble with that bit where the Flash turns up. Oh. And he's like, Bruce, the future! <laughs> and then there's the cool, like... He's a terrorist fighting suit. It's dumb. Men with wings. Cut an arrow out of that film. Easy. I could do it. Yeah. And also, why we can't like Batman vs. Superman, that film directly led to what Suicide Squad turned out to be. Yeah, that's true. So it's... No, not allowed. But at the same time, I am excited about um, Batfleck. 
But I was just, but I was excited about Suicide Squad. I was like, my first Superman. Now it's like for Justice League. It's going to be the same thing. It is. It's going to Wonder come out, Woman's going to. Um, oh, I think Wonder Woman looks good. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other two examples you've got, you've got a hundred percent hit rate of bollocks. I think the thing is, unless they give the keys to the castle to good writers and less egotistical suits. Yeah, unless the egotistical directors who are so in love with their own vision that they don't realise what makes a good film. I think that's the problem. I don't think Zack Snyder's got a good track record of making emotionally resonant, interesting films. No. Like, he makes, 300 was he makes fun. But oh, yeah. Gerard Butler's nipples were incredible. Good yeah. acting work. Yeah, exactly. His but nipples. But there was a goat there for some reason. <laughs> Why the goat man was there, we don't know. If, if the entire <laughs> film was just, you know, Ben Affleck and Hannah Cavill's nipples, then fine, you're onto a winner. <laughs> Like, because the thing is about with Superman is that it was, if you could cut out the Superman, it's a pretty good film, though. Yeah, Batman versus Batman. <laughs> his own Bat versus dark. man. <laughs> okay. That'd be a good speech. Knight versus knight. Knight. <laughs> man versus man in a bat suit. <laughs> man versus bat. We're done with March. Yeah. It's a shame. Fuck it's going you. to April. Um, we had Green Room. Which I really like. Rip. Rip, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anton Yelchin, in the most ridiculous way. I know. Like, you know, he's going to go, that's a waste of life. Yeah. A car fell on him I in know. his own driveway. What the fuck, dude? Like, that's fucked up. And he can't be in Star Trek anymore. Yeah. Can't be in the Green Room 2. Greener Room. Green, green Harder. <laughs> green Harder. Green House. Oh, uh, he's such a good... He's, he was such a good actor as well. Because I never really sort of appreciated him until... Because he sort of melds into To be into honest, the... till he died. But and do you, then, do you and think... then I sort of looked back on him and I was like, oh shit, actually, pretty good that, wasn't it? And then I watched Green and I was like, oh shit, he is actually pretty good. I think I'm it's like... because he's not a showy actor. He was never... A... He was just a very good... Everything you saw him when you're like, that's really solid, that's yeah. really interesting. He wasn't... He was good at like becoming his role. But you know what I mean? He, mm. he wasn't kind of... I don't know, he was just interesting. And he was one of those actors where you just think, God, he has like so many... So many years <laughs> of yeah, it was really really sad. And Green Room was such a such a horrible film. Horrible, but really good. Yeah, I mean, really unpleasant, but really good. Like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, terrifying. Um, me out of oh god, uh, the cousin out of Arrested Development. Oh, um, oh, she, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, she's brilliant. Everyone knew it was pretty good, to be honest. I, uh, you, you almost sympathise for that Nazi. Uh, the one who's like his little lieutenant that gets in trouble. Oh, that blue ruin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy, um, I can't remember the name of the director, because he did blue ruin as well, yeah. didn't he? He's, he's going to be such a... You know, and you just go, I can't wait for him to be given more money to make things. <laughs> I'm glad they're giving people like him money to make Please, stuff. Yeah. Especially stuff that's like very, very unpleasant, but at the same time, such an interesting film when you just go... They're trapped in one place. Yeah. Brilliant. And I also just liked how they've just put in that thing that when a Nazi punk would kick someone to death, they'd get given red laces. Yeah. It's that little detail. They really actually like researched it and put some thought into it. I'm like, well, look this up before we. They should have given them the sweets, though. No red laces. (laughs) Here are your red laces. Oh, I love hate crime, race race war, (laughs) and and sweeties. (laughs) (laughs) That's the weird thing about Mein Kampf. Actually, half of it is just him going, I love sweets. I love the sweeties. (laughs) I love my German sweeties. Uh, There's a big Venn diagram between fascism and like 
sugar. Sweet teeth. Yeah. Sweet teeth. Sweet teeth. Sweet teeth. I have such a sweet teeth. I have so many sweet teeth, and they all fell out because of all the red laces I've been eating. And also Nazis. But no, Green Room, was, I liked it. It was brutal. Mm. Um, un- unexpected. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of it you did kind of expect. But mm. it's like, so the bit where at the end where they're in the, the drugs lab underground. Yeah. And then they fight the Nazis by just being odd at them and hiding in a sofa. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that worked. Yeah. And I didn't expect them to get out. And I also didn't expect the rest of them to die so quickly. Oh, God, yeah. And it was like really horrible deaths. Yeah. So it's, it's a very hard film to watch, but it's also like a really good... It's also very realistic depiction of violence like yeah. it's not violence for the sake of um titillation you know no. what i mean it's not just like look at this cool violence we're it's, doing uh, that's horrible violence yeah like, yeah it's, it's all like, ho- like horrible things as well there's a couple of guns it's all like box cutters and like dogs yeah. jaws and oh. screwdrivers and like horrible horrible ways to kill someone yeah just to reinforce that you know nazis are bad but it's sort of servicing the plot you don't ever yeah. feel like it's like which when he is, gets his arm cut up that was horrible and then he has to tape it up and then you just think like so he's kind of healing he's like covering a wound up with this sort of masking tape and I was just like when you tape that off oh Uh, so I put in the Huntsman Winter's War not that I saw it just because it was a massive flop and it had really good people in it it was was Emily Thor um, Blunto (laughs) so and um, Prime Blunto. Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Bryce Howard. Was... No, it wasn't actually her. No, it, it was, was um, Jessica Chastain. That's the one. Yeah. I wonder if it's some... just fun to confuse them. For some reason, they think... don't look any. They look similar, but not so no, similar. similar. Enough. Everyone yeah. does it. For some reason, I think that Charlize Theron was on it, and she wasn't, was she? Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was the like she the. I saw the first one at the cinema, um, which was awful. So I don't know why they made a second one, but she was really good. She was the only good thing about it. And in the second one... Charlie the Heron. Even she couldn't save it. She couldn't save it. And she's all like badass and a queen. And she's like... About... Like Anne Hathaway in that. And there's no, nothing like Anne no, Hathaway. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess, yeah, I just wanted to say like, I wonder what went wrong. I never saw it. I didn't really have much to say about that other than like, that did badly, didn't Maybe it? Maybe we should have put that into the section of films that didn't get a Yeah, <laughs> didn't I don't know why we kept it. Uh, oh, well, we'll go through those at the end. Okay, May... Uh, put the nice, put the nice guys in. Yeah, so film, I, I feel like I'm the majority here. Most people are like, oh, I should go and see that. Yeah, and that was it. That was the maximum length of their involvement with the film, the nice guys. Yeah, like, oh, that's going to be quite good. Have you seen Shane Black films? Have you seen any Shane Black films? You have to name some of them. Iron Man three. Yes. Um. So before that, though, he did Lethal Weapon and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think I've seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's one of my favorite films. <laughs> um. I just, I just, uh, the nice guys, it's like got loads of problems with it, but it's really slapstick funny. Yeah. And Russell Crowe's funny in it. Not as funny as Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is hilarious. And is it's... there a thing Ryan Gosling can't do? Has he tried Menace? I saw him in SNL and they made him sing and he can't really, s- no, he's in La La Land singing. So maybe he is all right at singing. He didn't sound like he was great. So if he's, if he's good at slapstick comedy in the nice guys, good at romance in everything he does. He's good at gritty. He's quite actually. He's quite menacing and dry in, in Drive. Yeah, and he's can he do? He's in comedy. What other ones are there? Drama. He did drama. Uh, he yeah, he did. Um, uh, the uh, Nelson Half Nelson. Oh yeah, I've seen him in. It's a... almost like he's a good actor. It's almost like he's a beautiful, talented man, and he was really funny on SNL when he presented it. There's nothing wrong with him. Must be something. Operation U Tree, do us a favour. 
Come on, Samin. Well, I bet he's really humble as well. But he's, but he's a good cook. But he's, a, I bet he's a good listener. I bet he looks really pretty when he sleeps. Oh, I bet, I bet he never snores. And I bet his I breath bet, in the morning. I bet he anti-snores. I bet he absorbs your snores away from you. So you, so never you have sleep to snore. better. I bet you've got like, say you've got like um, I don't know, pins and needles on your leg. I bet he just touches it and it goes. <laughs> and he goes, oh no, I'm a bit pins and needly. Uh, Shakes his hand. Gone. gone now. Yeah. And like it, Paul. The alien in that film, Paul. He's like that, but not Seth Rogen. <laughs> and I bet sometimes you're like, oh, and it's like, what's up, babes? Do you want a yogurt? And you're like, yeah, I do, actually. He's, He's like, like, I got 70. <laughs> Which one? When did you get those? Oh, just now. Just now. I sensed you might need a yogurt. <laughs> He's like a spite. He's got like feeling sense. Yeah. Like... So instead of sensing danger, he senses you being slightly upset about something. He senses like gut imbalances. So he's like, yogurt? Have you got thrush? Do you want some yogurt? I got 70 kinds. <laughs> He knows that perfect thing when, you know, you go like, you're not allowed to laugh, but he knows the times that actually you should laugh anyway because you need to highlight how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And he also knows when, no, don't laugh at this. Even though it is ridiculous, they're very upset about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As so, it, what? What other sort of acting is there? That's um, it, really. That's all the acting. Thriller? I'd, I, I'd say that's Menace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. He's just the best. He's not a zombie or anything. He hasn't done zombie acting. Hasn't done zombie it's a genre. Yet. Doesn't say anything. In he hasn't done like <laughs> inspiring female lead in independent film, which is a genre according to Netflix, which is my favourite genre apparently. That's a pretty good genre. Okay, so it's um, it's just it's just a notable mention that it's a it's just like a really fun film and it's really silly, and it's like detective noir film apart from they're bad detectives. Do you think it suffered from inherent vice being released? Not no, no, nothing. Because when I watched the Nice Guys, I thought, oh, that reminded me of Inherent Vice for some reason. I think just because it's made in the seventies and yeah, no, completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Inherent Vice is terrible, oh. so bad. Oh. It's like a self-indulgent. You can't understand what anyone's saying, and the plot doesn't make any sense. But that's kind of the point, man. <laughs> yeah and you just go whoa yeah he's a guy he's trying to solve a crime i guess stoned something that, about a ship that, that, when did that come out probably in the wrong year oh it was, yeah it was ship <laughs> but also in may the big one civil war not the lincoln film marvel avengers captain america civil oh, yeah. war because they obviously wanted to do avengers civil war but they're like oh, you get captain america film out yeah Keep those things going let's do it let's do that one in hindsight can't really remember that much about it. No, apart from the airport scene, which is what everyone remembers about it. I remember... And that one stunt where Bucky jumps out of a uh, window and falls onto a really faraway roof. That's a cool stunt, man. I remember the bit at the end where he says, "You kill, he killed my mum. That was really good. That was a good line. It, yeah, it, you, I think the, the thing with the Marvel films is that they're almost just becoming a series of little bits that are quite good that they can't really sew together properly to put in loads of stuff that just, that just isn't bad but it just washes over you yeah like all the Black Panther stuff was great but do you think but it's he's because... just also a lot of time he's just there but do you there think it's because we're so used to superhero movies that it's like diminishing returns they've got to keep surprising us and be interesting and do the formula better I think that also with Marvel films they all use the same they all, they're all shot in exactly the same way. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter who directs an Avengers film. It will look exactly the same as all the rest of them. Yeah. Because they're trying to make it all that cookie-cutter, give me the money, please. Yeah. Whereas with the DC stuff, like, it's, the thing is, they're, actual, they're, almost, they're a lot more usually stylized. Yeah. So, like, Civil War just looks like... Oh, but you say just, with the DC films, I mean, there's only just been Zack Snyder ones. The recent... Suicide Squad wasn't uh, Zack Snyder. No, oh, I guess it wasn't. 
I, I, sorry, I guess it's like the new batch. You, yeah. I say you disclude any Noland. So not so man, well, man of steel that counts. Yeah, so it's like man, it's because it's like they're regenerating it, but they're sort of like bringing yeah. a new Batfleck. Okay. A new Batfleck. But they, yeah, they do sort of look the same, I guess. I mean, because the, the the effects update, but apart from that, they are almost shot. The, the, the color balance is always the same. Yeah. The colors are really pop, like they do in, say, you know, some bits of Suicide Squad. Mm. And the lighting is always, you can always see quite clearly what's going on, which is a plus and a negative sometimes. Yeah. Perhaps casting some shadows adds some atmosphere or hides the ridiculousness of what you're watching. Yeah. But yeah, Civil War's fine, I guess. I guess it's like they've got so many people in it as well, and they've got so many people whose plots they have to explain and deal with and solve. Also, we'll all go and see them anyway. They yeah. Could, they could do anything. And they go. could just show. Tony Stark taking a shit in Steve Rogers' mouth, and we would applaud it, and we would throw him like sheep. <laughs> more, right? yeah, more. More. more, more of it. Where's Bruce Banner? Why isn't he shitting anyone's mouth? I quite enjoyed uh, the references to Marvel in you know it's like that weird thing when a TV show references current mm. affairs and the current yeah. pop culture. And the Gilmore Girls, they had a reference to Marvel films about how shit they are. Gilmore Girls is. <laughs> very old, very tenuous. It's yeah, on thin ice there, I punching, punching at the Marvel films. Yeah, I have a feeling it's Amy Sherman Palladino wanting to express her viewpoint. But it's the same with like Community. They had a thing where they just like talking about how bad and boring the Marvel films are. Because they're ubiquitous. Yeah, everyone's seen a Marvel film. Yeah, at some point in that life. But, but also, you can tell it's the showrunners wanting to say. Yeah, I like, did not. Oh, like I could have done that. I could have done that. Yeah, I could have directed Avengers and not had a meltdown on Twitter. Josh Whedon. You'd, yeah, I could have done Civil War. Did he have a meltdown on Twitter? Yeah, even all funny. He, he, said, left, he, said, though, he said he's he? never making anything ever again and dropped off Twitter like Stephen really? Fry does every 20 minutes. Well, because everyone was like tweeting at him going... This sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just I like, mean, it did, though. Well, you also, you can't... Please everyone? No, you'll never be able to... Because like, Marvel films, they've got such a hype train around them anyway. You'll but never then, like, Guardians of the Galaxy people. pretty much pleased everyone because no one was expecting anything. Also, no, who's ever... Is Henry Red Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Exactly. Like, they just went, what's the weirdest comment we got? There's someone listening now who's like, I have. He's like a Hans <laughs> Mole Man from The Simpsons. Oh. I was saying boo words. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's, it was fine, but ultimately fairly forget. But it, it almost feels like the ensemble movies become trailers for the standalones, which are then trailers for the next ensemble movie yeah so like oh, the, I think the Black Panther film will probably be quite good I quite like the new Spider-Man even though I thought I'd hate him because he's about what four years old yeah yeah and actually he was one of my favourite bits he about it I really surprisingly liked him. charming yeah I really liked him and I really like Black Panther even if he did just stand around and looking regal looking regal and, and just being like the voice of calm and they never the thing is all the rest of them they sort of usually show them putting their suits on mm. not a Black Panther because there's no way he's getting that on in any way that's like cool yeah, because you'd have to Especially sort of... Is it like a onesie? It, I think so. He's got a must have a zip somewhere, because a lot of Iron Man stuff is, look at his cool suit putting on. Yeah, well, he just presses a button, doesn't he? He just saying, goes on his Bluetooth, yeah, and he's like, suits now! And it flies to him, or they he, fly walks, in his he face. walks through like a robot car wash, and it attaches yeah. to him. Or it comes out of like his ring, or he drinks a drink, and he goes, now I'm Iron Man on the inside as well. Yeah. Like, all this shit. And there's Jack Panther, just, now he's here in his onesie. <laughs> It would be the same with Steve Rogers. If you were showing him putting on his uniform, he'd, have to, he'd be like, oh, Hopping around can't. on one foot. Oh, I fell off. <laughs> puts his left leg in the right leg. And, yeah, oh. oh, God. He puts on backwards. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah, and they've got Steve. to have, like, um, crotch protectors as well, I assume. Well, I think they've got super 
crotches. No, no, it's, it, no one goes to the crotch in Marvel films. They're not allowed. They should. I would go straight for the superhero's balls. But everyone's, be this... but everyone's like bulletproof. There's been no point. They're, they're, no, Steve Rogers would not have bulletproof boots. The shield covers like his balls. business, though. It doesn't, it's not that down that low. He craps behind it a bit. That's why he goes for Just legs. to protect his... Yeah. yeah. He's a jock. He's a jock cup. It's fine. Um, the Civil War, fine. Yeah. It's a Marvel film. It wasn't the best Marvel film this year. Wasn't probably the best Marvel ensemble movie. Probably wasn't one of the best Marvel films. What was the best Marvel film this year? Strange. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. You're the right. other one. Yeah. <laughs> she go on to June. Yes. She has one of my favourite films of the year in it. Yeah? What is it? Swiss Army Man. Yeah. This is the same year that I watched The Greasy Strangler and that Swiss Army Man of a similar vein, the lewd thing about farting and willies. I really liked it. Yeah. It was just cute. I know a lot of people didn't because they thought it was June. It's one of those films where half the people walked out of it. Can, can, can. Oh, but fuck, is, fuck them. This is very punk rock. I think that's what they it's do there. I think they boo films as well. Yeah, I mean, fuck cans. They're like the establishment. They were like, it's got too many words <laughs> and it's not shown black and white and it makes sense. If you get booed by can, you're doing something correct, in my opinion. And I don't know. I just liked it. It was interesting. It was it was inspired. Had lots of New York. No, you're not inspired. But it, had, it was dealing with issues not usually dealt with in movies yeah it was pretty had good music the music was amazing really sweet yeah and also Daniel Radcliffe is great oh he's really good he's a very good actor who's made some very sensible decisions Paul Dana was good Paul Dana's great in everything it was like I said it was sweet it was also quite like tense and unnerving at the end it was really um, made you feel something yeah yeah it was it was like unexpectedly they had an ending and I thought they were gonna go for a a Hollywood style ending and they chose a really interesting ending. Which is ambiguous but also not. Yeah. But they also like went to a sad like it's that thing if you if you see a film where a guy likes a girl and they're too shy to speak to them, you always assume, well, they're gonna get the mojo, they're gonna talk to them, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. And it was this sort of like they almost had that formula in there, but they didn't do the usual they, thing with no, it. They sort of subverted it. Yeah, which, at the end. yeah, which I thought I was like, wow, this is actually making me feel really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. And it sort of, we didn't, it kind of wasn't, it kind of, it let you go along with it without stopping and like, explaining stuff. Yeah. Like, do we ever find out why this, why this dead dude can have his powers? No, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Do you ever find out whether he actually Who the dead was... dude is? No, it doesn't matter. Like, because at the start of the film he's on a desert island, but then it turns out he's actually Spoilers. Been... <laughs> All right. You... Lots of people haven't seen it. <laughs> but then they run... But they should. Okay, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen it, skip forward two minutes. And then it finds out at the end that he's been living in the woods behind his woman's house the whole time. Who he's who he's sort of lusted after. So was he ever on that desert island? Yeah. You know. But at the same time then he's questioning whether his corpse was magic. Yeah. And then at the end, he farts off. Oh, he it, farts like a jet ski. And he farts off into the distance. Yeah. And everyone stares at it and pulls a, okay, what? that's really happening face. Yeah. And then some of them are like smiling as well. And yeah. It's sort of like, oh, he's not mad. Yeah. That's nice. It was nice. It was really nice. And there's that shot where he <laughs> shoots the squirrel's head off. Because one of the powers that Manny gets is to be able to fire things out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. And they're going hunting. And though the shot is, it's in the woods on a slope and you're at the bottom of it as a squirrel. And then the head flies off and it zooms up to them both up on a hill. And they're both like fists raised in the air like, yes! And it's yeah. one of my favourite shots. I don't know why. <laughs> it was just so like, heads flies off and then they're both celebrating. Yeah. It's just cute. And, there's a cat and they're building all the stuff. Like mm. the buses and that. All the yeah. props. 
Just like it's just like film. a very inventive. Yeah. It's, you won't see anything else like it, and that's no. that's really good. Yes, you're going to see the Greasy Strangler, <laughs> which is a fucking bizarre film. <laughs> um, I, I put in the Shallows, which is like a really funny. It's like a B movie essentially with Blake Lively trying to avoid getting eaten by a shark. It's like a really simple premise, but it's done really, really well. I, I really like films that take a kind of genre and then go, we're going to make something good out of this. We're not going to go for like, we could just phone this in. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Like, it's just one of those films you watch and you go, this is fun. This is very simple setup, but executed really well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just it, it's, you know, it just, we are going to make a silly film. Yeah. And we're going to actually do it with a lot of like serious intent. So there is there is actually a lot of like tension in it, and it's really cheesy in parts. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was just a really fun film to watch, and I think we need more of those. Yeah, just good films. Like yeah. So we uh, actually, you know what? It's about an hour, and we just got to July. Yeah. So we can just do a make that part one. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was about to be part one of the 2016 year in review because I can't be asked to cut it down. Yeah. Uh, next time on next Geek Amy. <laughs> I can't believe you think that, Alec. This partnership is over. <laughs> no. Uh, Jules Holland is an excellent man, and he was really, really good in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> and that's when I realised that my father was actually a tortoise. You were Bridget Jones's baby all along. <laughs> but I've been dead for 25 years. That's a strange. Doctor, what do you think? I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so next time we'll go through july to december yeah and then we'll just i guess there's uh some other films we haven't that we've we weren't going to talk about but we might talk about like honorable mentions part. yes uh, well, uh remember, yeah. as usual geek any on geek any on twitter geek any at gmail.com leave a review for us on itunes uh leave a review of us in the toilet of your local pub yeah please do and tell uh, us where it is and we'll come and find it good wishes into a chinese lantern mm-hmm. make so, a wish threaten a fountain uh, news D- resolution less give us more reviews on itunes yeah more that should be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you very much we'll see you soon bye, bye. cool cute